0: But I think what drives the Balance Act is my passion for what I'm doing, for being on camera, being behind the scenes, producing, editing. I love all of that. It's in my veins, just like laws in both of your veins and all the media stuff that you have going on. But, you know, just being a mother, it just adds such a element.
1: That's our guest, Lisa Marie Falbo. Lisa Marie is New Jersey's own, an Emmy-nominated executive producer and TV host, owner of her production company and business, Long Shop Productions.
0: But as I grew, I realized, you know, I need to outsource some of these responsibilities because I can't do it all. And now as a mother, I especially know that, you know, having two television shows at this point, I need a staff. And, you know, it's a lot of trial and error, obviously finding good people is very hard to find, but when you do find them, you know, you give them work, you prop them up, you make them feel valued. And, you know, I am happy to say, you know, I have long-standing relationships, and, you know, I just learned that you have to trust. It can't all just be you.
2: I'm Bob Bianchi. At the Bianchi Law Group LLC, we are a team of former prosecutors who fight the government when they charge our clients with crimes. Our entire legal team is made up of former prosecutors, and my partner, Dave Bruno, serve with me in the major crime and fraud units. And I'm David Bruno. In each of the episodes of this
1: podcast, Bob and I will interview guests who have faced adversity in their personal and professional lives and find out what mindset they employed to triumph. Now we seek the truth through real life encounters and candid conversations with thought provoking guests ranging from all walks of life. Here you will find how today's thought leaders in their industries faced immense challenges and adversities with captivating stories ending in personal triumph and ultimate success. All being brought to you on Nothing But The Truth Podcast. Lisa Marie, a.k.a. Rockstar Mom, is CEO and Executive Producer of Longshot Productions. Lisa has appeared on TLC's Cake Boss, SMY's Oh Yeah, WFAN Sports Radio with Boomer and Carton, and also with the New York Giants Radio Network. We began our conversation with the origins of her company, despite it being potentially a long shot
0: oh thank you for having me on this is so exciting and congratulations to you both on just everything between the law practice dominating cable news with all of your (laughs) law insight, and now this is so unbelievable i i love your setup i love everything you got going on
2: yeah so you know lisa also uh, congratulations to you you're on me tv now uh maybe you could talk to us a little bit about your journey because it's i've always followed your career and one thing i always love about you is your perseverance your positive attitude, and this is a show about mindset, your ability to connect with other people, and you're skyrocketing in terms of the various projects you have. Tell everybody what it is that you do.
0: Oh, boy, what a journey it's been. So, like you mentioned, we came together back in 2010 when you were the Grand Marshal of the Morris County Columbus Day Parade, and they were my first big client they saw an article about me in the italian tribune the italian tribune was celebrating women in business and when they saw the article they're like you know we need to get into the 21st century with video a website that sort of thing so they hired me to do video promotions for the parade and i got to go to your office and interview you and then we've been joined at the hip ever since
2: yeah would you say that I'm sorry to cut you off. Would you say that in all the interviews you've done since then, because that's 12 years, uh, obviously mine was the most scintillating and, and engaging one you've had?
0: Clearly, because we're still <laughs> good friends. So, yes.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. So, go ahead. After that, uh, how, did you, how did you move from there? Because you've, you've gone from that one little gig into like a major uh, success and scaling.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, I started Long Shot Productions in 2009, at the end of 2009, because I noticed at the time that everything was starting to go digital. I realized that I didn't need to work for a big organization or network to be out there, be creative and and share my content with the world. So, I started Long Shot and you know, it was originally so I can launch a show of my own, which I did. It was called In the Zone and I went to red carpets and I interviewed various celebrities and interesting people. But people, not only do they notice my on-camera talent, but they notice the quality of the show. So they started hiring me for their own brands and websites and events, what have you. So really Longshot's journey began doing a ton of corporate videography. Uh, In the city, in Pennsylvania, even down in Washington, D.C., just a variety of different industries leaning on me to produce their video content, which was really exciting. From there, I co-launched something called Hip New Jersey, which you and I did a lot on. And that was really highlighting the best of the Garden State, what's cool and happening, because as we all know, New Jersey gets overlooked. You know we're sandwiched between New York and Philadelphia, and there really is a media void as to what's happening. So I ran that uh, for six, seven years, and it was such an amazing time. Um, but in 2020, as we all know, we got hit with something called the COVID 19 pandemic, and it really, you know, made me stop and take stock into what I want to do. You know, I got married in 2019. I was moving. I got pregnant and, you know, I had to figure out, I had to streamline my business a little bit more because by then we were involved in social media projects and events and that sort of thing. So I had to just put the brakes on all of that and go back to basics, which was production, which is how you and I came together. So coming out of COVID, being a new mom... I started um, co-hosting the New Jersey Morning Show, which streams live every Friday on NJ on Air. And from doing that, it caught the attention of the executives at the MeTV network. They were purchasing the station uh, locally here, MeTV WJLP, and they hired myself and my production partner, Gerald D'Ambra, to produce their New Jersey programming. So that theme has come up time and time again in my career, New Jersey. So what we do with me TV, WJLP, we produce their daily news hits once an hour uh, and two shows, New Jersey Politics with Laura Jones and Your New Jersey, which I hosted, which Bob, you were a guest on a couple weeks ago. And Your New Jersey again highlights the best personalities and initiatives happening around the Garden State and it airs every Saturday and Sunday, uh, Saturdays at 6 a.m., Sundays at 8 a.m. And it's a really good time. And I've you know, it's all done virtually, just like we are right now. Hopefully we can have guests back in the studio soon, but it's been a blast getting to know people. We've, we're only a few months in, but, you know, we're just getting started. So very exciting stuff.
1: Well, congratulations. I mean, I mean, you were poised for Believe it or not, like you, we look back at COVID and, and it definitely had its ups and downs and there's a lot of life lost. Unfortunately, people got sick, but I think we could say the same thing for us, you know, the pivot. And, and for all of our viewers out there that listen to us on a weekly basis, you're probably sick of hearing it. But uh, we had to learn a lot about the Bianchi Law Group and how to, how to trans, transact and, and, and deal with this digital world. So you're po- you were poised right before COVID, right, with your production and your equipment and things like that. How, how did you pivot? What did you pivot specifically? You said you went back to basics. But can you explain that a little bit for me?
0: Well, that's the word of COVID, right? Pivot. And uh, like you, Bob and I, we were in the trenches in co- during COVID talking every other day about Bianchi Law Group, Order Sons and Orders of Alien America, how to keep them relevant. And that's what a lot of brands were turning to me for, not just the order. How do I keep relevant when I can't be out there and do what I'm doing? So I did not stop. I mean, every day I was working. Um, you know, a lot of people left the industry, left the production industry, you know, it's an easy industry to get burned out. And so I think a lot of people were like, all right, I'm done, but it's my love. It's my passion. It's really all I know. So I just worked tirelessly to keep relevant and, and just help my clients. So events went by the wayside you know hip new jersey unfortunately i had to make the really tough decision to step down because i just felt that you know with the pregnancy and everything else i had going on i couldn't give it anymore and by making that decision and by again streamlining and just trimming the fat so to speak i think it catapulted me into where i am today and it was such a scary time because there was so much unknown what was the world going to look like coming out of the pandemic? I'm going to come out of this lockdown a new mom, right? I am a workaholic. And now all of a sudden I have this whole other responsibility. Am I going to be able to handle it? And luckily, knock wood so far, it's been okay. So I think just pivoting that mindset, not saying yes to everything, like I have a bad habit of doing. Being picky and choosy and just staying true to my values and what I want to do has worked wonders.
2: You know, Lisa, I, I'm curious just to back up a little bit. You, you called your company Long Shot Productions. And I think you were ahead of the curve when you started going like the digital angle well before most people did. Was, was it a long shot for you to, to, to do this? Was it a, a um, is that why you called the company that name?
0: I love that you asked that question. So when I started the company, I was 25 years old. It was 2009, like I said. So that was coming out of a really bad recession. And I was racking my brain trying to think of a name. And I love Kelly Clarkson. You know who that is, the singer. And she came out with an album around that time. So I'm brushing my teeth one day and her song Long Shot came to mind. So I ran in my bedroom and I looked up the lyrics and It just resonated so much. And the lyrics basically said, look, it's a long shot that this is going to work out, but I'll never know if I don't take the chance. And that's where I was in my life right now. So the name is Long Shot. You know, I I still consider myself an underdog in a lot of ways. And who doesn't like a good underdog story?
2: Yeah, that's that's fascinating. One last thing. During COVID, you were so good at, uh, not only were you pregnant, but- you volunteered your time a lot of your time for the Order of Sons and Daughters of Italy in America with our Facebook live series, and I remember we were kind of working around your schedule with the pregnancies and so on and so forth, but I was really impressed by how you stuck with it and you, and you helped us out and gave that precious time that you had. How has being a mom changed your perspective of women in the workforce?
0: Wow, has it changed my perspective? I figured this question was going to come up today, so i was I was prepared for an answer because. You know, I love what I'm doing, obviously. And being a mom, I've realized I better love what I'm doing because it is, it's so hard. You know, it's so hard balancing and being present for your baby, your husband, your household, your business, your clients, you know, how can I be present for my clients that are so used to me, like being there for them? Can I still handle that workload? with all of these other responsibilities going on. But I think what drives the balance act is my passion for what I'm doing for being on camera, being behind the scenes, producing, editing. I love all of that. It's in my veins, just like laws in both of your veins and all the media stuff that you have going on. But, you know, just being a mother, it just adds such a element and, you know, I want to do well for my daughter, Liana, Bob, your Pisces Paisan, as we like to call her. And I, you know, I want to show her, you know, what a rock star mom looks like. I had that my mother, she was a working mom. She just retired last year from Exxon Mobil after 40 years. So I grew up with a working mom and who balanced it all. And, you know, that's all I know. So that's, what I want to do for my
2: daughter as well. We have Lisa Marie Falibo with us from Longshot Productions, a longtime friend, a great professional mom. She's doing it all. Lisa, you were just talking about uh, how your perspective has changed being a mom. Uh, but nevertheless, it, you, I want to get into your mindset a little bit. You know, this is a show about mindset. I was very interested in the commentary you made in the preceding segment about when you cut the fat, it actually catapulted you forward. We hear this theme from a lot of our guests. Talk to us a little bit more about uh, when you look back on it now, how that actually happened.
0: You know, when you hold on to things, right, when, whether it's bad relationships, bad clients, it, it suppresses you in so many different ways, ways that maybe you don't even realize subconsciously, universally. Mm. And I think when you make that decision to let go of something, Thing or somebody that's not serving you anymore. I've learned in my life that it just, it gets you to the next level. Change is so hard. I mean, I hate, everybody hates change, right? Um, confrontation is hard for me. Um, you know, and that's something that I continuously have to work on. But what I always have to remember is when I learn to let go, it's always for the good. You know, I'm always repa- repaid back tenfold. So, you know, that's what I had to take stock in during COVID. Um, and, you know, it's paid off.
2: It's, it's kind of interesting, though. Like, we, we're, I, you know, I, I like looking at you know, when you say let go. It's almost like you instinctively know you need to let go. It's, it's there. It's in your intuition to do it. But it's still such a hard thing for us to do. Is, is that kind of like what you like? You knew it was the right thing to do, but it's hard nevertheless.
0: Yeah. And and while pregnant, it was very hard (laughs) because all of this was happening. You know, it wasn't just like deciding to step down from a few things. It was um, ending certain relationships that just weren't being purposeful anymore. And it was like an avalanche. It was coming one after the other, after the other. And I'm like, Man, this baby is clearing the deck because when she arrives, she wants like a clean slate, I guess. And it was it was a lot. It was even. It's hard for me to even think back, processing all of the changes. But now that the dust has settled, you know, I see why it was all happening, and I'm so happy that it happened.
1: Yeah, sure. Look, it looks like there's a lot on your plate, Lise. and uh, rock star mom. I love it. Lisa, we have Lisa Rockstar mom right here on the show. Look, um, I know you need a team, right? Because the Rockstar mom can't do it all by herself. So how do you surround yourself with the right people, the right people in the right seats, helping you out to be that Rockstar mom?
0: Well, it's so funny that you say that because pre-COVID, pre-momhood, I- And Bob, you know this, I mean, I did everything right. I mean, when I started long shot, even going way back, like in your office, Bob, I was a one man band setting up your lighting, your audio editing. And, you know, I had to do that at the beginning because I made this leap to starting my own company and I didn't know who I can trust, who I could hire. So I had to do everything. I was the videographer. I was the marketer. I was the bookkeeper. I mean, that's what happens when you start a business. You know, that's why if you are thinking about starting one, it's a 200% 25 hour a day commitment. It consumes you. But as I grew, I realized, you know, I need to outsource some of these responsibilities because I can't do it all. And now as a mother, I especially know that, you know, having two television shows at this point, I need a staff and, you know, it's a lot of trial and error, obviously finding good people is very hard to find, but when you do find them, you know you give them work, you prop them up, you make them feel valued. And, you know, I am happy to say, you know, I have longstanding relationships with, you know, various freelancers or staff members. And, you know, I just learned that you have to trust. It can't all just be you.
2: Sounds familiar, Bob? Yeah, no, (laughs) absolutely. I mean, that was one of the first things when we were, you know, through COVID, and talking to some business coaches and people, because we, you know, we were of the opinion we're not just going to sit here and like a lot of our friends and colleagues did, where they're like, "Well, the phone's not ringing." Like we, Dave, we've got to do something, and so we started getting into the the business coach thing. And there was definitely the number one thing: you guys are doing too many things that you should be delegating to other people, and then concentrating on the high level things that you do really well. And it sounded counterintuitive, especially at a time when the phones weren't ringing and business yeah. was down to make investments in people at that time. But that's what we did. Um, and the dramatic turnaround, 180 degrees, and, and I mean better business, but a better <clears throat> running operations, right, Dave? Uh, sure. It was where our same thing. Well, there's only
1: so many hours in a day, to, to Lisa's point. Right. And if you have to do the marketing and the bookkeeping and admin, et cetera, and be a lawyer at the same time, I mean, where does it all go? Right. So, um, yeah, that's that's a lesson that we've learned, too, Lisa. And and I'm glad that you could express it the same way. Um, And it's maintaining positivity, I would imagine, as well. Right.
0: Positivity is the number
1: one. Talk about mindset. But the right mindset is the critical component, right? So let's talk a little bit about that. How do you maintain that positivity? Because I know you do. Well,
0: look at COVID, right? I mean, like we talked about before, we were all locked in our houses. No one's phones were ringing. How could you practice law? How could I make videos and go out there? So you needed a positive mindset, but I viewed it as an opportunity. You know, it was at that point, 10 years of running around of being in 50 different places at once. And now all of a sudden I had the fortune of, of being still just like you guys, right? Same, same thing. You had the, you had the fortune of being still. So what were you going to do with that time? Were you going to binge on Netflix shows or were you going to figure out your business, what's working, what's not, and then how to be in a position to succeed when things opened back up. So that's what I did. And, you know, I was, I, I, I knew intuitively, even though it was crazy and all the changes I said before going on, I knew it was going to be okay. I don't know why I knew that, but I just knew that. So that intuitive feeling coupled with just the inherent positive attitude, I guess that I have and love for what I do, uh, you know, just put it all in motion.
1: Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I mean, look, it's important to be positive, but there's going to be hardships, right? There's going to be ups and downs. And resilience is another word that has to be spoken about with mindset too. Because oftentimes we could we could have problems in our lives and deal with difficult relationships, like you said before, Lise, but resilience getting through and trying to come out of it, learning lessons is another theme that we hear over and over again on this show from our guests.
0: And asking for help, you know, not even staff help, like you said, but I mean, Bob, you know, just in my life, I have come to you for advice, relationship advice, business advice, um, you know, talk therapy, it works wonders. It's, it's done for me. So asking for help also that way helps shape your mindset and give you, I think, a more positive attitude because people from the outside maybe see things a little differently than you do. And sometimes those trusted outside advisors really help.
1: Yeah, they do. Surrounding yourself with good people too. People that are going to prop you up and bring you up and maintain that positivity, people that you could learn from, right? And that was one of our big changes too with the coaches that we have and and the uh, groups that we're in and the new associations, et cetera. So um, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Lisa. Bob?
2: Yeah, I, I think that resiliency can't be underestimated. I want to go into that one because I think that people look on the outside and they see you with your makeup on and you're in front of a camera. And, and I did want to ask you, what do you like better, being on camera or or the production side of things? But um, I think it's worthy to talk about the idea that everyone has problems. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm very, I don't know why the Johnny Depp Amber Heard case is jumping into my head right now, but you know, no matter how much money you have or fame or whatever, there are times in your life that are dark. And we talk about this all the time with our clients. And Lisa, I'd like you to talk about it because I know that you know we've all had those dark moments in our life. I certainly have. Um, about that maturity of spirit, where does it come from where you can be down? Like you were talking about with COVID before, and I have that same sentimentality too, when bad things are happening. I know somehow it's going to be okay if I could just ride out the present moment and, and not go down the, the thought, you know, the monkey in your mind, constantly thinking and worrying and whatever, try to stop that, even though it's there, try to stop it. Lisa, how, how have you done that? Because like I'm really impressed by your spirit. You're always positive. And one thing that you're very powerful at, uh, one of the biggest powers I see as a business person, you know how to make connections with people. You are not afraid to go out and make a connection between two people to make things happen, even for your friends. You've done it for us. Can you talk about any of that?
0: Well, I'll start with that. I really enjoy doing that when I see you know, two parties that I think could benefit. You know, I love a win-win situation. I'm so happy to make that happen. And I think that's the producer in me, right? Because as a producer, it's putting the puzzle pieces together. What fits? So, you know, I, I probably do it partly too, because I wish I had that in my life. Like I wish like other people that were in a position like myself or or you could do that and they don't. And it's like, why? Why aren't you giving back? And and for the better good. Because also, too, when you act from your heart in that way, it benefits you as well down the road. So I, I've always I've always seen that. Um, but I also think getting back to the first part of your question about the mindset through the dark times, it's experience you know, I'm 38. I know a lot of, you know, that's still a baby, I guess, in a lot of people's eyes, but 38, you know, I've gone through the rigor in business and personal and everything, and it's always been okay. So I think I just have to always lean on that experience experience, I think makes you even more positive as you go along this crazy road of life.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's it's funny. We're at the end of the show, Lisa, and, and I know we're going to have you back in studio. We want you to be one oh, of our first, sorry, our first I can't wait. I'm sorry I couldn't
0: be there today.
2: Yeah, but you know, that that I can hear my mother and my father always saying that. I guess it comes with life's experience that the worst thing you could do is sabotage yourself that most times things will be okay. And if they're not, that's just the way it's going to be. So Lisa Marie Falbo, uh, you are amazing. Thank you very so much for your friendship and your professional relationship and all the work that you've done. I know we're gonna be hearing 38 years old, my God, we're gonna be hearing some great stuff from you, I'm sure, in the near future, and your daughter is blessed to have such a wonderful mom. You're listening to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth. Your host, Bob Bianchi, Dave Bruno, every Saturday, 10.30 a.m. on radio. Mr. Bruno, please tell us about the podcast and end the show.
1: Nothing but the truthpodcast.com, your one-stop shop.
2: You can listen to
1: the show right there on Saturday mornings. On Wednesdays, we drop the podcast available on iTunes and Spotify. And also, my favorite, the videos. Every single interview is videotaped, released on Wednesday. Go to the landing page, Nothing but the truthpodcast.com to see it all. Thank you, Rockstar Mom, Lisa, <laughs> we appreciate you. Nothing but the truth. Awesome. Oh,
0: all thank right. you guys so, so much. This was so fun.
1: Yep, that's Rockstar Mom, Lisa Marie Falbo, our guest and friend. Lisa really inspired me when talking about facing hard decisions or a fork in the road when she said, quote, change is hard. Everybody hates change. Confrontation is hard. Something that I continually have to work on. What I always have to remember, I learn to let it go. It's always for the good. I'm always repaid back tenfolds. End quote. You've been listening to Nothing But the Truth Podcast with me, David Bruno, and my law partner and host Bob Bianchi. We're two former prosecutors and media personalities. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave a review, share this podcast, send it over to anybody that would benefit from these stories of rising from adversity and thriving for ultimate success. You could subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and iTunes and visit that landing page for videos, my favorite videos from every single interview that we've done here on Nothing But The Truth podcast. For more information on this interview, with Lisa Marie Falbo. See the show notes in this episode in your podcast app or visit nothingbutthetruthpodcast.com for more information, new episodes, all in one place.